You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Audition side job swimming upstream. Believe it or not, you're living the dream. Hey guys, it's Rory. How you doing? Welcome to Living the Dream. Thanks for listening. I am so grateful to be talking to you this week. It's been a wild one. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Of course, last week at Hamilton, we had a very special guest, the Vice President-elect, came to the show, and uh, (laughs) everything went crazy. Um, I'm just so proud to be a part of my my cast, my company, and to be a part of the Broadway community, and that we had so much support from the community and from everyone uh, who, who sent us letters and and uh, cards and cookies and flowers and Jesse Mueller and the cast of Waitress sent over pies. I think Jesse sent it, brought them over herself. Um, the cast of The Humans sent over homemade cookies. There were just like countless, countless uh, messages of support and and love, and we just were overwhelmed by by them, and really, really grateful. And uh, you know, I I personally am really grateful for the vice president elect's statement that he heard us and that he knows that it is such a difficult time as this nation is coming together after a really divisive election and if you had been there during the show you would realize that something needed to be said and I'm I'm proud of my castmate uh, Brander Brandon Victor Dixon for saying it so eloquently and uh, kind of putting a voice to all the the commotion and the craziness of of what that show was and making it something positive and I'm glad that the vice president-elect heard it that way. Uh, he was the one who was there. And, um, you know, God bless America. God bless Broadway. That's all I got to say about that. But I'm really thankful this Thanksgiving week to be a part of the Broadway community. That's for sure. Um, it was also a great week because my husband Gerald was here all week. It was a miracle. We didn't know he was going to be able to be here the whole time, and uh, it, it was perfect. It was just great to have him here at this time. We have not had uh, more than a few days together at the same time over the last eight months since I joined the cast of Hamilton, so we had a whole week, um, eight days, in fact, of being together and, you know, just being being together and living together again um so it was it was wild and so i thought (laughs) what better guest to have than my husband who is not an actor not a performer not in the business but has had to put up with one for quite some time now we've been married two years and we will have been together nine years in april and i thought maybe because I, I maybe he would be a great guest because of the unique situation that we've been in for what this podcast is. And also, I really just didn't want to talk to anybody but him this week, if that makes sense. So maybe this isn't going to be for everybody, but 
I really appreciate that he did it because he's had to put up with so much with me for years, but especially this year. It's awesome to be a part of a show that's this exciting, that's this thrilling, and he has been 100% supportive, but it doesn't mean that it's not hard on somebody, especially somebody who's not in the business, and I'm just so grateful to him for being patient and understanding and, uh, you know, just being who he is, and he is awesome. You're going to see he makes me laugh a lot. This is mostly laughter. I thought for the first 10 minutes that it might not work out and I might have to stop it, but um, he definitely is over the top and loves to make fun of me, and he's the reason I stay grounded or try to stay grounded, and I love him like crazy, and... I just said goodbye to him a few hours ago and uh, won't see him again for several weeks. So it's hard. It's hard. But this was a really good conversation. And I hope that it's uh, beneficial to you folks who are artists or are in a relationship with artists and and see how we've dealt with um, the ups and downs of what being involved in the acting world um, can bring. Uh, so yeah, so here's my conversation with my husband, Gerald Schroeder. God help us all. Can we start? You gotta go to your show. We're starting, we're starting. This is it. Audition, side job, swim it Stop it. Believe it or not, you're the dream. Okay. Okay, <laughs> that'll be enough out of you, sir. Um, hi, Gerald Schroeder. Hi, Rory. O'Malley. So, so wonderful to have you on the podcast. It's so great to be here. <laughs> Something I never thought would happen. Now you're on the podcast because of our cousin Tyler. He's the reason that we're doing this. Thanks, Tyler, if you're listening. Because which I'm sure you're not. <laughs> no, he is. He's probably listening. I don't have that many listeners. They all, all the listeners who listen tell me they listen. I have had at least two dozen people tell me they've been listening to these. No, um, but Tyler, our cousin in Indiana, said you really should have Gerald on the podcast, and I thought that was the dumbest idea. And then I thought, wait a minute. That, that might be great. Uh, and then I got really scared, and I didn't want to have As you should be. Yes, I'm already scared of what you're going to say about me. But I figure <clears throat> that this is part of um, this conversation, is that it's not just about to other actors about how they feel about... It's part of life. You know, it's like part of Stop it. everything. Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> we can't, you can't just make fun of me this whole time okay let's start while we drink our fenty americanos from starbucks when i wanted a real coffee yeah well they offered two ventis and i of starbucks and of, and of americanos and i didn't want to correct them because that's what i always get um no i want to talk to you because i think that you are someone who is married to an actor god help you <laughs> I would never do it. Um, and that we've been together, it'll be, in April, it'll be nine years. We've been married for two. And when we met, you were uh, a, a fan of theater. You were you were singing Hoosier at Indiana University. Mm -hmm. So you know the arts, you love the arts. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you see more Broadway shows and movies than I do, for sure. Yeah. Um. So when you first met me and we were starting to date, <laughs> he's laughing. He can't. It, this might not work. <laughs> we're trying. He's trying. He's trying to make it through. Uh, and maybe this won't work. We don't know. But I want to know what you thought when we started dating and you were dating an actor. Because <laughs> you had you dated actors before? 
Mm, no, not. I mean, I dated like a like other singers in my choir in college, so kind of yes, but not really like in the New York. Not not professional. After yeah, yeah. Not so no school. No, you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the only actor I've ever dated. I guess as far as I'm trying to think, so I don't. Yeah. You're okay. the only actor I've ever dated. So I didn't really think anything of it, actually, because most of my friends are actors. Uh. So I just thought it was normal until I got to know you a little better and realized that it's not. It's not normal. No, it's not normal. Um, what are some of the reasons that it's not All normal actors are crazy, number one. Okay. All actors Thank you. are always... As, okay. <laughs> Don't hold back, though. I want you to be honest. All actors are crazy. Podcast. All actors are always inside their head. Uh-huh. All actors are are sensitive, which is something true. I don't get. That's true. I'm not the most sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are hard reasons to date someone. Not that I'm a peach, but I have my own faults. Yeah. A few. Right. But dating an actor is a special experience reserved for... Very lucky. The people. strong. Yeah, the strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it has many rewards, so. Okay. So we started dating, and uh, I was doing a show out of town um, at the Goodspeed Opera House, Happy Days the Musical. It always goes back to Happy Days the Musical when you talk to me. And I was at, <clears throat> in Connecticut. You were here working a real person job, a real deal situation. And. Um, we only got to see each other once a week for the first two months, maybe three. Three months, probably. Yeah. We met through Zach, we should say. Through Zach, Zach. Frank, who was in Happy Days of the Musical yeah, with me. a friend of mine from college. Right. And um, he said, uh, you should meet my friend, Gerald. Because we used to make off, fun of you in Dreamgirls. Which I didn't know at the time. That you were just wanting to meet me because you thought I was a nerdy loser. We didn't think you were a loser. It was just funny that you were the only, like, white guy besides John Krasinski and John Lithgow that were in <laughs> Dreamgirls. We always thought, who is this kid that got this part? Right. It was me. <laughs> the whitest person who ever walked the face of the earth. Um, so, uh, but what Zach didn't know when he said that he wanted me to meet you was that I had already... MySpace You already stalked, stalked me. On MySpace. That's how long ago it was. How old you are. How old you are? You were on MySpace. I was. It was just. It was a leftover account. I hadn't seen it in years. Gerald is two and a half years younger than I am, and he claims that makes him. That means he's in a different generation. I am. If you look it up, he, that's a made-up thing. No, it's not. You can look up our different generations. You were born in seventy-nine. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you were born in eighty, and I'm eighty-three. Uh-huh, they're but it's different, two and a half years. But they're different generations. You can look it up. <laughs> everyone, okay. Please look it up, everyone. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So I I found you on my, MySpace. <laughs> don't, don't have it everything I say. MySpace. Okay, go on. <laughs> really? No, one, no other guest has been so rude to me on this. Um. And then we started dating, and I was doing the show. And then uh, I wasn't doing a show, and I wasn't doing anything. For a long, long <laughs> time. So, but that was probably good, because we got to get to know each other then. That's better. true. Well, it was good for us. Yeah. It certainly made us closer, but... Um, it was probably hard for you. It was hard. It was hard. But it wasn't... Um, I don't know, like, it, it, it was very, it would, the, the 2009, I think, was that year, that was definitely one of the hardest years for me, work-wise, um, and it was also, like, the financial crash, so my temp job wouldn't take me for that period of time, and it was just, like, it was not easy, and you were very good to me, but... It was and, probably hard for you, personally, too, being only a year sober, mm-hmm. and dating someone who drank regularly right that's true so that's true that's something i haven't really brought up on this podcast <laughs> Sorry, i don't know if i'm allowed to well it's i true. don't like to censor myself you sure don't you sure so. don't i had stopped drinking in 2007 
and I met Gerald in 2008. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so that first year, and we were young back in the day. I was, tw- when we met, I was 27. You were 24. Four going on 25. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was still our our partying in, in uh, New York City heyday, and I was getting off that train. Gerald was still conducting, con- conducting. <laughs> <laughs> with with his group of friends. Yeah, that was especially when I had a lot of time and when I wasn't like just busy in a show or something. But I would say those um, those days and that like year or two. That's really what made us, or was going to make us or break us. Yeah, you know, gave us our base. Whether we liked it or not. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward to like a lot of side jobs and stuff. And and this is really, I think this conversation is about you putting up with a lot of the crap that comes along with being with, with an actor and yeah. how you did it. Because I think that that's a really important thing to talk about. I think um, so was, how, did, how did you deal with though? I think it was easier when we were younger because I didn't think of it as... <clears throat> Something so hard. You weren't thinking like, oh my like, gosh, what are we going to do about right. a 401k? I wasn't thinking like, we're going to get married and he needs to make money for our relationship and future children and pay his half of the bill. It was just like right. a guy I liked and as long as you were happy, I was happy. So what about when I wasn't happy? Which was it? Which was, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I was a pretty... I had a pretty positive attitude yeah. in life. So sure. that helped. You certainly had some down days, but right. I'm pretty positive too, so... I think I probably helped you pull out of that. Right. And something always came around eventually. It might not have been what you wanted, uh-huh. like the census. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> but so, it, it was it was, it was at something, least a, a job. job. Yeah, right. it wasn't even about the money for you. I think it was about your mental state. Yeah. In 2009, the, the year before the census started, I took a job with the U.S. Census, and I didn't have to count the people I had to make sure verify the addresses in our neighborhood in Hell's Kitchen New York so I would have to like knock on doors and try to get inside apartments <laughs> and just see if the apartments were really there that was my job yeah, was, was basically crazy. try to like I would ring all the doorbells go in and try to count all the apartments and I had a little computer that I would walk around and it never have done it I would have moved home happily <laughs> to Indiana <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, I've had worse jobs, side jobs than that. That was probably just the worst one that. Well, but that's I a good thing about actors is I feel like you guys will do. Not that that's not the worst job in the world. It's kind of a, no. a cool job in a yeah. sense, but not cool, but interesting. Yes, but I would not have done that. I know. Well, it was a, it was hard when you go up to a building that's really dilapidated, and you're like, "Does anyone live in here?" And it's got and you're it's a like the nervous. guys across. The hallway from us, we thought they were going to shoot a gun through the wall, oh, yeah. and the cops had to knock on the door and just go in. It was a safe yeah. situation. Yeah. Who wants to knock on a New York City apartment right. of someone you don't know? Yeah. If and you don't know exactly who's inside in a New York City apartment, you don't necessarily want to just knock on the door for fun. Hell no. No. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you. but you were really good to me all throughout those times of, like, all those other jobs and you know BlackRock Financial <clears throat> I worked there for many years we had a um, great stay at the Westin for two nights at the Westin yes they put us up two blocks away from our house so I could show up to work at 6am and stay until midnight and uh, we we took advantage of it by staying together in the Westin and there was that used pair of underwear down in the sheets okay this this <laughs> episode true. of Living the Dream brought to you by Westin <laughs> They, we, there we go, Gerald. Lost another sponsor. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it, that's true. I don't know how relevant it is to <laughs> what we're talking about. But yes, we were in the West End, <laughs> in Times Square. And uh, we were like, oh, this is so glamorous. This is so great. And then there was like... It smells oh, lovely. I love the smell they pump into those West Ends. Oh, God. Not the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> the underwear. But it's like a, a, a green tea or something. Yes. It was very nice, except there was a pair of, of uh, underwear in Newspaper. our bed as soon as we opened. It was neither of ours. Bed and it was not ours. <laughs> uh, missed that one in the wash. Um, 
So uh, then comes along Book of Mormon. Or I had worked on workshops of one. Book of Mormon. I think you had one by that time. I had already had me. a reading when you, you, when you met me. Um, and then I had a second one, and we did, I think you saw, like, the third reading. I saw maybe. the vineyard one. Right. Which I think was the third time that we had done it. And you said right away, because you, you really are, to me, the best critic on Broadway. Oh. I would always trust your... You hear that, Brantley? Okay. Suck on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> now, calm down. <laughs> Suck I, on that. Okay. Okay. And see, now this is why everyone thinks that you're the performer and I'm not. I mean, it's probably the truth. Um, no, I just trust your opinion because you see everything. I think that you are really, you really love Broadway. You love movies. And yep. yes, you make a point to see everything. And I think that's half of it. It's like really knowing what's out there and knowing, you know, uh, what stories are being told and and. You are so knowledgeable. So you came to see the reading, and you were like, this is the best score I've heard in a long time. It was. It was catchy as hell. I walked out singing half of those songs. Yeah. wasn't That was right when they wrote I Believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was the... That one... I think the last reading was when they wrote I Believe in, like, two days. We th- They went... We came back. And looked at all the music, and there hadn't been any changes since the last time we worked <laughs> on it. We were like, oh. But the way that they work is they write a TV show in five days. Yeah. So they went away for two days while we rehearsed all the stuff we already knew. And then they came back, and we're like, oh, here's this song we wrote called I Believe. Like, that was amazing. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it, it was something that, you know, at that point we'd been, we'd been together for a couple years yeah once we started to really get the <clears throat> book of mormon ball rolling of doing workshops and then when it opened on broadway and that was the greatest thing in the world for both of us that we got to experience that together but it was also one crazy. of the biggest challenges yeah crazy it was crazy what was that experience like for you well book of mormon was really fun obviously for many reasons and mostly because honestly the cast and the Every, the cast and every cast person's plus one as I was, and Anne and all the the team around the it, producer. the producer, producer, are and just Garifino. the greatest people. We had so much fun, and everyone was so supportive and nice, and it was like it was a family. It was a family, and it was like um, I always felt welcomed. I always felt like I knew everyone. I always felt like it was a fun place to be and to go, and and warm, and so it was. I think you were going to start the Real Housewives of the Book of Mormon. Yes, yes. What was that? You were going to... Who was it? Me, Jeremy. Jeremy, uh, Michael James Scott's boyfriend. Yeah, Michael James. Um, Maybe Jenny, Brian Yes, Sears. Jenny was definitely going to be on it. Yeah. Yeah, you had a lot of different... Um, the, the spouses of the Book of Mormon, basically. Yeah, which would have been very interesting. You can have a reality TV show. But you being gone, me working nine to six, and you working seven to or six thirty sometimes till eleven, especially in that first year, like much like Hamilton was this past year. You don't just do the show and go home. There's always people afterwards to talk to, friends, industry people. Always another photo shoot or like an interview, or we have to have this meeting. So it was takes up a lot of your time. In Book of Mormon, we didn't see each other a lot that first year. Oh. You know, we would see each other in bed at night, and that was really it. And then yeah. the weekends or Monday nights were kind of sacred to us if we could, but then you got asked or you would do your own planning. <laughs> of, of getting extra. Doing like extra things. Which or... I understand, too, is part of the job, and you have to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Just take your hands off the table. Oh, God. You make sense. getting really angry with me <laughs> i'm not you're just tapping take your tapping, hands tapping on the table sorry Rory o'malley <laughs> okay so that was the hardest part definitely being away from you while still being together right in some sense it's what makes this year first of all possible of us not living together right and second of all not easier but in my mind space sometimes it's 
easier. I don't know how than, to than when we were to in get, Book of Mormon. Yeah, because at least in this, we it's, for in me, it's black yeah. and white right now. Yeah. Like, you're, <laughs> sounds awful. I know. You're not in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't factor into my everyday, everyday into choices of like, what am I doing tonight? Right. It, you're just not there physically, Where so I don't it? have to worry about what I'm doing. It's right. just like, I need to call Roy and talk to him today because I don't want right. to hear his voice. But other than that, I don't have to think about you. <laughs> so awful. No, but you mean that but it, it is hard because when you're together, but you're literally not seeing each other all day long, you are constantly like, okay, what are the what's the hour that we can have together? Right. I felt because... like all my friends are going out here or something. Should I go out or should I... Go home and see Rory for a half hour. Right. So. And that was not a month. That was two years. Yeah. Two, two years. Of The last six months of which you were going crazy. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. But you, I mean, I think that that's the, like, that is something that is a reality of the Broadway schedule that. It's hard to remember, you know, when it's when it's your dream. I didn't. I never thought when I was a kid, like, boy, I wonder what that will do to my spouse right. one day, you know, like, or you know, and and, and how difficult it'll be to plan life just a, around a Broadway schedule. And it certainly is like the Book of Mormon experience was living my dream, quote unquote, in every sense of the word. But yeah. it was so hard for for us in terms of seeing each other yeah well, and i don't think that i think that a lot of uh less understanding folks who weren't aren't in the business would have just said screw this and or if i out. was an actor too my god yeah i think that i think that i would have killed you <laughs> because we couldn't have done it because there's no way you mean just in terms of like the fact that i was doing all that stuff and it was just but if you were an actor, we would have at least seen each other more because your schedule would be more like mine. That's true. I, it, must, it must be super hard, though, to be an actor, I think. Both actors. Both actors. See someone go through something like that. And I'm sure... This, is, this also sounds awful. Probably. Every... To be completely happy for you. I'm sure that many other actors who are in that situation with their spouse or their boyfriend or girlfriend right. are super happy for them but it must be so hard to see someone live their dream sure accomplish their dream originating a role in a Broadway in a big Broadway show is a huge dream right. for a lot of people and to see someone accomplish that and have that be your dream too right. that's not my dream I mean I love all that world and everything but it's never been my dream so I feel like I can let that go completely and be totally happy for you right but I can't imagine how hard it would be to deal with the feelings of not why not me, but you know, yeah, that's hard. I, it is hard. It is hard. But I also think that once you get to a certain place in, in your relationship, in your relationship or your career, yeah, you you see so many people that you love and care about have success, have failure, that it really just is like it's. I think like in people's 20s that's really hard the yeah compare and despair that's what I mean situation. when you're younger and you're still just dating I think that really yeah. can take a toll on a lot of actor-actor relationships yes absolutely and to be honest I never dated an actor so I don't really you know no I never I'm trying to think I would never you <laughs> you certainly wanted to date a few okay okay moving on moving along <laughs> Who won't um, name names no, there? Will we? We will not. Um, and I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, well, you're right. I don't mean to say all actors are off people and they can't support each other. No, I think no, no. It, but it once is once they're long. Like no, I think no. of like every actor. Like is, every actor, I'm sure that like when there are two actors in a relationship, have to be honest about and have right. that conversation. Like this is this is hard for me because every actor's success can be seen as a threat to another actor, and that is part of like what we have to get over always. Like that's, yeah. or we won't survive. It's not, I don't, I always say, I don't think that people get out of the business because the business is too hard. I think the people are too hard on themselves and they don't, you know, like instantly if somebody's doing 
it has hit something big, they look at themselves and say, well, I haven't had that, so clearly I'm a failure, or clearly right. this isn't working because of that person's success. Well, someone else's success is not your failure. And I think that it's like having a mirror shine Compare right and despair. and despair. I know. My favorite so, phrase. So, um, so, you know, you were in that, world of Book of Mormon and we were able to get through it and not just get through it obviously it was one of the most exciting fun times of yeah. our lives I think and and you know I loved having you by my side when I was nominated for a Tony when you lost when I lost to John Larroquette and you know I always I knew that I was going to be with you the rest of my life after that moment no he's <laughs> he's shaking a his hand my is gun. made it as a gun. He always does that one. He's like, you think you're going to get away from me? <laughs> okay, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when uh, John Larroquette won and was up making a speech, you leaned over to me and whispered in my ear, I'm sorry, but I don't date losers, <laughs> and made me laugh. And that was so important to me that, I w- that you knew, like, oh, I'm just going to make him laugh right now, and, you know, this isn't a big deal in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, now you've continually made fun of me as a Tony loser. Um, <laughs> she reminds me on a regular basis. When we lost at the Thanksgiving games yesterday, you're like, ugh, Roy, you lose everything. First the Tony, now... Now cat- Cards Against Humanity. Now Cards Against Humanity. Such a loser. Second place. <laughs> um, so, we went through Mormon... It was a great experience and then we got married and that was really fun yes right the day of the day of was fun no Plan- a lot not, of it was really fun it just you know planning was stressful planning was stressful gerald always had a like a a time limit on how much we were allowed to talk about it well my job is a lot of planning and scheduling scheduling and you know gerald's an executive assistant yes so at that time it was a lot at the advertising firm but I just didn't enjoy planning that wedding. I know. It was very stressful thinking of all those people, I thought. Of all the people coming in. Yeah. 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 Coming to New York, I thought, was just such a big undertaking for most of those people. that For our Midwest families. Yes. Gerald's family's from Indiana. Mine's from Ohio. And we just felt a lot of responsibility bringing them to New York City. But we also couldn't get married in Indiana or Ohio. It wasn't legal. Right, so we didn't right. really have too many, time, much of a choice. I always forget about that now. Yeah, it's not like we were like, oh, we need to have it in New York City. We were like, should we get married in City Hall and then have a ceremony in the Midwest? But this was the only way that we could actually be married at the moment with yeah. family surrounding us. It wasn't until Jen's wedding in yeah California, the next right? year, the next year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's been that long. I know. I Every, always think it was kind of so takes, long it It's like already taken for granted. That, right. That, that's I take it for granted, the, but yeah, I remember really being can. on the cliff in wherever that little city was. Um, Me- no, on the, Mendocino. Um, Mendocino, yeah. yeah. And that was when we found out. In California. Yeah. Yeah, so we had the we had the wedding, and then we thought... Which was amazing, and I loved it. I, don't, and I didn't wedding. love our wedding. our wedding. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. No, it was the greatest day ever. For sure, it was. It just it a, a great day like that takes a lot of planning and a lot of work. Yeah, and um, Jason uh, Khan, Jason Mitchell Khan mm-hmm. is our wedding planner. Was is he's still planning it? Yeah, <laughs> it was so big. He's which still we never would have been able to do no. without him. No, we never would have been able to do without it. And he he does a lot of Broadway folks now their weddings. So, um, so we got but we got married and oh and then the TV show. Let's not forget about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm walking us through. I wish I knew the jingle. I, was there a jingle? I'm sure there was. I think it was just like partners, partners, <laughs> starring Kelsey Grammer, Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, Martin Lawrence, and oh, who's that guy? It's Rory. But I'm bumped. That was my pitch. Yeah, I didn't make it. Um, no, I did the ten episodes of a TV show on FX. Which mean, meant that I had to go to L.A. Oh, right. This for was before months. the wedding. It was before the wedding. But it, I think it's important to kind of know yeah. the story of how, what happened. So I did those episodes really quickly, shot them, and it was like, it felt like forever. Being away from you for like 
seven weeks. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, That's, I came out to in the middle of it. Yeah. You came to visit in the middle of it, and we were like, oh my God, how are we going to get through this? This is crazy. Drama queens. Yeah, drama queens. <laughs> Can you believe that, though, though, after what we've done this year? No. But um, you came out to visit, and it was so much fun. It was such a great experience. And, um, and then we got married back in New York when I was done filming that. The show aired, I think, like, was still airing right wow. before the wedding, yeah. at least, and was clear that it was not going to get picked up. It was like, oh, didn't do, didn't Shut do it well. down Shut immediately. It down. <laughs> and, um, and so we had this great experience, and we wanted to move out of our apartment because of, as you mentioned, the, the police being called on regular yeah. basis. M- many, um, many problems. <laughs> uh, so we knew we had to leave that apartment, and... We decided to move to California. <laughs> He's laughing because I said we decided, yep, yep. and we did. We did. No, you're, you're totally right. You always joke, but let's not like make. I know you people not listening have, think I that know. I like I forced you. I know. I might have suggested many times. No, I needed a change as well in my job, and um, yeah, it was it was the right move at the well, time. Well, we knew for the sure. next step was having kids. We want to have kids. That's like all we really want yeah so we knew that if we were going to make any change that at that time without a kid with it you know with this kind of like when we both felt like we were able to make a move was a good well, and you had done you had done before all that little miss little miss sunshine. nobody loves you nobody loves you and, and little, little miss sunshine, sunshine both at second stage yeah which were great and i think a lot of people think that like you do something like Book of Mormon, and then it's done. You're done. Right, I know even my, right. some of my friends thought that. Like yeah. they think that's it. He's burned at Peters, right. and it's the rest of his life. It's, yeah. we're, it's great. We're great. Right. But it's not not like that. No. You know, no, no. one wanted you. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what I mean? You still have to audition. You still have to hit the pavement like everyone else, and it's yeah. it, it it helps a little bit to have something like that under your belt for sure. For sure. But it didn't. It didn't just pave the way. Well, people. It wasn't easy. People think a lot of times like. Um, and this is to everyone. They're like, "What do you want to do? TV, film, or Broadway?" Right. And you and know, like, I just like, want to work. I want to work. Yeah. And you know, if some people are like, "Why would you move to LA? Don't you just want to do Broadway?" And the answer is yes. I always. I would love to just do Broadway. Um, I've taken every Broadway job I've ever been <laughs> offered. You know, that's the truth. That's absolutely the truth, and including nerds. You mm-hmm. know, I've never turned down a Broadway job. Uh, I'll put it that way. And the the fact is that great roles or the roles that are just like set that are good for you or this just don't come around well, Especially now. originals. It's very few and far between. Right. Right, but even revival. I'll take, I'll, I would do a revival, you know, like it's not, it, it's not, uh, it's just not common to have that opportunity presented to you. Um, so in the meantime, I figured we could go out to L.A. where I had worked for, you know, Gary Marshall and worked out there for a few After years college. before, I, you know, and that's how I got in Happy Days and came to the East Coast. We went out there to L.A. and we had no job and no place to live. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, you know... We might be in that situation again someday. I'm not saying that won't ever happen again. But it was a pretty big risk. I remember telling you, like, let's move out there. And you were like, we don't have jobs or places to live. And I hadn't even thought of that because I've moved across the country many times without either of those things. Um, But for a real person such as yourself, that was scary, right? Definitely scary. But I think we both... I know I needed a change. So that that was another reason why I wanted to not just agree, agreed to it but wanted to i think we both were we just got married we were ready to move somewhere whether it was in new york or somewhere else yeah you i wanted to change job wise you wanted to change job wise in a sense so i thought it was you know a big step for sure and scary but it wasn't that scary i don't know with you it's easier I with I was someone. Way, I was way more scared. Right, but you didn't let on until about 
three months into it that you were so scared. Yeah, but I was scared because I thought I was going to ruin your life. (laughs) (laughs) I was scared scared that, you know, you have this wonderful network of friends. You love New York City so much, as as do I, but... You know, anytime, you can't love anything as much I, as I love it. Anytime Gerald loves something, no one else can love it as much as you. <clears throat> it's true. So, I knew that I was taking away from the place that you love. Yeah, well, so that much. was definitely the hardest part is moving away from my friends. You know, yeah. I sobbed. I know the night that we were we had a good going away party for you. Um, you came back to the apartment and you were like a sobbing mess and I, could, I thought I could cry oh, right now thinking don't you <laughs> but no, you know but that the... was really hard and I was like what am I doing bringing you all the way across the country with no plan really just kind of zero zero <laughs> um and it's not like there was nothing obviously you know I we would t- we talked to many people and so we went out and it was a perfect time because we were able to house it for Josh Gad Yes. Our, our, uh, the Gad family, our good friends. Well, he shot Beauty and the Beast. He was shooting Beauty and the Beast. Now the number one trailer in the world. It broke all the records. Thank you. Thank you, Entertainment News correspondent. Um, and he was gone for probably like five months. Yeah. So, four or five months. Yeah. So we watched his dog, Dee Dee. Dee Dee. And, uh, and took care of the house. And, um, it was a really great opportunity for us to, experience the city not know what we were going to do we would never have stayed without that no. happening no i don't know how we could have done it we probably would have lasted a few weeks just to, and i think we would have lasted like a month or two and yeah then we would have gone crazy I, I totally agree um but it gave us the room to figure something out and mm-hmm. you got a wonderful job out there that you're still at mm-hmm. and um and you know then we got a place to live a cute little bungalow house and um a craftsman a craftsman yeah oh yeah okay a craftsman we're not by the beach no okay okay but it's it, it and it's great and you and, you don't know you haven't you haven't been there <laughs> this is I why have. yes i <laughs> you don't live there so we moved in, in in october and by january our whole world october of last year yeah october of last year october of 2015 and then in January of 2016 is when I got the email about nerds mm-hmm. while I was sitting in a Starbucks with Josh Gad. And it, and it just kind of, it it was exciting. And it also made me want to throw up. And I remember being so scared to call to even tell you that I got it. Why? Because I knew that... Have I never... No. I've always been supportive of any theater always. job. Always. You have, that, that's what I mean, is that I knew that you are so supportive that you were going to be supportive of that. You that were you, scared of my supportiveness. Yes, because I, uh, one, I, the whole thing, it might have been easier for me to have somebody who would just say like, I'm not okay with this, you can't do it, and just let's stay in what we're doing, you know? Yeah. And... You know, like even when good opportunities come, sometimes they're scary and overwhelming, even though they're they're great. And that's not you, though. You are more supportive of opportunities that I get more than I am. Your money is my money. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Look, but, I I knew it made you happy, and it was something new and different. And we 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 took the weekend and went through the script of nerds listen to the music and we kind of were like there's something here for me that would me- that would be really funny right it was a good role to show a side of you that you haven't shown before right right um and we thought well and i also know that new shows like 90% of the time don't make it past 3 months i feel like Right, the so odds are, that part are never in the favor to say, like, oh, you're going to go and this is going to be years. It was a win-win in a sense for me, I thought. You, Why not you, take a It chance? would either close in three months and you'd have a good showcase for yourself, or it was a random hit and you, you know, it ran right. for a year or two and it was, you know, great right. for you. So I thought either way it was right. something good was coming out of it. Yeah, and I feel like 
we we said like if you don't take that kind of a chance when it comes to you because they don't yeah. come <clears throat> not no. often as I especially not said, like that no email no it was just like out of the blue clearly you know not everything was in order we know now right. and you know right. it really was a little too good to be true that but I'm so glad like clearly saying yes to that and taking that chance is the reason that we're in this situation so so then I went and did it for three weeks it uh fell apart and I called you first I think yeah I was at work yeah you were at work yeah, and you I were really someone scared died. yeah you were so scared because I would never call you at work. Well, like you texted that. me too, like, "Hey, can I call you? I have something really." It was ominous. It was not right. Great. I said it's not. It's not bad or everyone's. Oh, I'm okay. Or yeah, something. you said I'm okay, but yeah. I have some really big news to tell you or something. Oh, I was like, "Oh, Jesus!" <laughs> yes, but I had to tell you right away. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. They were because the news would have broke. The news broke on Playbill, <laughs> and but you know, I wanted you to know. Well, it really did come out like an hour later yeah so it probably was good that you did that would have been a little shocking yeah no i i I called you and and the rest of the family just to let them know what was going on and that i was okay and and then i was back on the couch two days later and you were like eating chips let's go to it eating chips um we always do that quote from (laughs) that famous quote that famous quote no toddlers and tiaras was it? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a little girl. She said, I don't want to be on Broadway. I just want to stay at home and eat chips. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's me. Anytime I'm like too tired, I go, I don't want to be on Broadway. I want to stay at home and eat chips. <laughs> um, but I was back on the couch. And that's when I was like, all right, Gerald, get me pregnant. Let's do it. This is the universe <laughs> saying it's time to just stick to, to the plan that we had. And um, you were really sweet to me, and you were trying to get me out of my funk. You took me to a Soul Cycle class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you loved. I hated it, and I like Soul Cycle, but just you the know, specific, you got to be in the right the mood. Specific teacher too, and the the teacher was really being positive, and it, that was working for everybody else. But for <laughs> me, like I needed a hate ride. I, I needed a ride. I he. he he kept saying like really positive like he cat poster to meet things on so, the intersection of, of curiosity, curiosity, conviction, and courage. courage. And he, you were I not. I said I'm not that. going there. No, I'm riding <laughs> up the the hill of anger. Yeah, and I mean, and resentment. I, yeah, I was like so. I was just. It was the day after I got back from the nerd situation. Yeah, you were stuck in the bitter parking lot. I was really angry. Yeah, and um. But you were so sweet to me, and then you also took me to a concert to see Bruce Springsteen, and that was just the best. And I just was like, so, I just love you so much for doing that, because you don't really know Bruce too well, but you know I've been so obsessed with him. And you do know Bruce? Are you good friends with him? No, I don't know. Well, at that time, you didn't need it. By no, the time we, no, he, not by the time we went to the concert. But I wanted to refund my damn money <laughs> <laughs> because two days after I got back is when I got the call about Hamilton. Literally, yes. probably the day before. Yes, we went. To but the I was still concert. so scared. Like I know that's another thing. It's like anytime something good comes, right? I get. I, I don't instantly go jump up and down for joy. I go, oh my god, how am I going to screw this up? Which is a total terrible way to look at good news. It's just a little Irish Catholic of me, but um, but it was so great because it was it didn't matter. Like to me, it was just so nice that you would do that. I don't do enough nice things for you, like that. And it's true. And <laughs> and, and that concert was just so great and long. It was three. It was hours. insanely impressive. Four yeah. hours. It was four. Four. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he's, he's unbelievable. They are unbelievable. It, it was it was the best. Um, but then we had this new reality of being apart for, I got that text at work too. <laughs> I did the yeah. Hamilton text. Yeah. And I had already said yes. <laughs> I didn't really say yes, but they like my agent was like, do you need to have a conversation with Gerald before I, I tell them that you're interested at all? And I said, no, no, <laughs> I said, we saw this at the public. 
he will he i knew that you would know well, it was already a huge crazy I was. Yeah. yeah i mean i wasn't saying yes we're definitely going to do it we didn't even know what you know the the details were but um i just knew that you would be supportive i knew that it, yeah but we didn't know for how long we didn't know what it was right and we can't really get into how long and all that stuff but you know like we knew that talking about getting into hamilton that that's gonna run forever for maybe three years four <laughs> no, it, no it's it, gonna it run for really for long 50 time years, yeah. and that you had this great job in la this was the this was the nightmare scenario that i always thought would happen if we moved to la you get a great job and then i get some nice job in, in la <clears> and then i get some nice job in new york and i've stranded us on opposite coasts and right it's came true. But I always think if that's the nightmare scenario that we both have good jobs, yeah, then we can't really complain that much, right? And that we don't I mean, have a not, kid yet, right? Exactly. But this could have happened at a much inopportune, more inopportune time, right? So we basically were like, okay, this is a wonderful opportunity, and you know, of course, we're gonna do it. But you're gonna keep your job. I'm gonna do this and we'll see what happens and and the last year has been amazing career-wise but without a doubt this has been insanely hard like yeah a lot harder than i thought it would be yeah and then we thought it was going to be really difficult and i think that um you know like you've had to bear the the burden of of it which i prefer you prefer why because then i can complain about it <laughs> i get to i get to be the one who has the hold it over hand. my head yeah. for the rest of the time i'd rather have that oh good good i'm glad i gave that to you you're welcome um but i only have one day off a week yeah you have two days off a week so you have mostly taken your vacation days that you have through your work and added an extra day to a weekend and then come for a long weekend that's kind of like what you've been able to manage so that we can see each other on a more regular basis which is hard when it's a five six hour flight, flight. um what's gotten you it's a whole day it's a whole day of travel okay you don't have to dramatically <laughs> get closer to the mic anytime you want to make a point um what has kept you going throughout these eight months <laughs> um hmm well i mean i guess i love you so that's kept that it going i mean you know that's sweeter than i usually am but um the easiest thing about it was there was just no choice for me not that i look at it that way but if it was any other show i think we would right. have had a much deeper discussion but it was this lightning in a bottle time where Jonathan was leaving to do a TV show and it was in the first year of the original cast. Like there right. was no way that, I mean, I understood everything what that meant. So it was right. like, there was no way I'm so thankful. This was the opportunity that came along and not something else because I might not have been so accommodating okay. otherwise. Right. I don't know. I think that would have been a much bigger test it if it so... was the revival of, my fair lady or something i don't know i would have i think i would have had a little bit more to say right not that i have anything against my fair lady no but i know what you're but saying i don't really the, care for it the, okay okay <laughs> take a stand somewhere um no but you i i mean that's if if it was any other show not just in taking it but getting through this time period like i love doing this show so much the audience is it's it's amazing it is the only Thing getting me through being away from you for this long and it's uh well they're also paying you money they are paying me money so and that, that is yes and that and especially you know when we are want to start a family for us both to be employed is a really big thing and i think that people look at the nerds thing to to hamilton and they go oh rory he's always got a job they don't look to the year before nerds where I was living in LA and I worked for 10 weeks mm -hmm. that year. And that was weeks. like that stand up comedy class. No, <laughs> no, no. That was, 
that was working at the Old Globe doing yeah, doing true. the comedy verse, yeah. which was again you know like out of town, and so it's not it's I don't take work for granted at all, and I think that you don't take work for me for granted. Well, like, I think that's what this year more than anything I've I'm thankful for that it's taught me a hard lesson about your life and my life because of, I'm married to you. Right, is that. You are a working actor, at least now, which is great, but that means we, you might always be in San Diego, in LA, in mm-hmm. New York, in London. I don't know. Right. And you kind of have to go wherever, not wherever the work is, but wherever, you know, knock on wood, we're in a position where you can hopefully go wherever the best work is mm-hmm. at that time. And so I kind of have to think about things in the sense that I might not be, I don't know, when we have a kid, if we'll be able to be mobile or what. It'll be a different story then. But it's hard for me to commit to a city in my mind when you'll be working in multiple cities, probably, most likely. You know, in a perfect world, you'd be on Grey's Anatomy, the best TV show on television, and you'd live in L.A. You won't respect me as an actor until I'm on Grey's Anatomy. No. But you know I'm going to have to be like... Shauna Rhimes, if you're listening to this. Okay, calm down. (laughs) No, like in a perfect world, that would be great if you were just in one job in one city for nine years. Yeah. But that's probably not going to be the case. That is very unlikely. Which is a hard lesson I think I've learned over the past couple of years especially this year but a good lesson i think well we also had the crazy uh luck of those first years of being together right i was in new york either unemployed or working in working in new york yeah in an off-broadway or broadway show right and i think at the time i took that for granted yeah looking back now right you could have been on tour Mm -hmm. you whatever i I don't think we would have been together if you would have gone for like a year at that time no i think the universe really was beneficial to our relationship and and making sure that I was in the city and that, you know, yeah. I mean, and especially after this, you know, I mean, we've been together almost nine years and don't say it so sadly. I'm not sad. It makes (laughs) me very happy, um, that you've put up with this career, you know, and I know that this conversation is really about me (laughs) again, but I really feel like, you know, I, I don't care about any of this as much as I care about you. And I don't I couldn't have done any of this if it wasn't for you and the support that you give me. And um, I love you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And I, I, but I think it's great to be able to talk to you about this. It's always great to talk to it you. It is always great to talk to you, Gerald. <laughs> I love it. We do it at least once a day on a phone call, which is, that's what's going to be hard is that um, anytime we're in the same, when we're back in the same city. We have to talk face to face. We have to talk face to face, one, rough. And then two, we're not on the same schedules, you know? Like, that's the the best part about being in, in opposite coasts and being far from each other is that we were basically on the same schedule. If you were on Grays, I think they shoot mostly during okay, the days. Okay, well, let's get off the Grays topic <laughs> for a little bit. And I'm, what I'm saying is that when I was waking up at 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. East Coast, and you were Generous. waking up at... Okay, 10, between 10 and 10, 11. 10, 35, 11, 30. Okay, when I was waking up then, you were getting up to go to work at 7 or 8, and so that you could call work. me on... What? I was already at work. Okay. So you were you would call me on your way to work. Yeah. And then we could, when I was done with the show at and getting home around midnight, you were at home after your long day at work and after dinner and so we could talk then too. It's not like Mormon when we were both here and you were working and I was it was like two ships in the night. We literally would maybe not see each other except Monday or Sunday nights, yeah. Mondays. Yeah. Just sleeping next to each other. So um that has been nice, and I think it's been, you know, it's always a new challenge that's made us stronger, and I think that's what's really important is that, like, when challenges come your way, you either get stronger or it you breaks give up, you. or it breaks you, and I feel like even though this year has been really hard, we've 
in, in terms of being a part. We know why this is such a great year and why this has been such a wonderful year. And, uh, and I think that you're the reason that we were doing it. So thank you. Thanks, Roy. Thanks for a great year. 2016. Yay, Trump. <laughs> okay. Best year We're ever. We're not going there. We're not going there. Not not right now. Um, right, I love you. Thanks you for talking to me. Show. I do have to go to the, do the show. Okay. Bye. I love you. Love Goodbye. you too. Bye. <laughs> Audition, side job, swimming upstream. Believe it or not, you're living the dream. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.